0: And we're going to start with... Who's that girl? Does that work for you? Rock. On.
1: Let's do that. Okay.
0: <clears throat> A gallon of gas is 89 cents. A U.S. Postage, the postage stamp is 24 cents. In May, director of Twilight Zone... John Landis is found innocent of involuntary manslaughter in the death of three actors after a stunt helicopter crashes. Mm. Corey has opinions. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In June, President Reagan changes, uh, challenges Gorbachev to tear down the Berlin Wall in West Berlin. In July, Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses is released. And August 7th of 1987, the movie, Who's That Girl? Is released. We murdered the pimp and the fat man. Now it's time to do one of my things. <laughs> this, this movie's, movie's history. history with...
1: Corey Nelson Jacobson
0: and Lou. Today we're gonna talk about...
1: Uh, who's that girl? Uh, the, the 1987 Madonna vehicle directed by James Foley, the director of uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. Very, very different picture. Very, very, very different. It's a very different picture from Glengarry Gary, Glen Ross.
0: A little different, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, just a touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no, no one's, no one's asking for those leads or anything like that. Although there's some fencing talk, there's some fencing talk. There's in this. quite
0: a significant. Why would about- you want your
1: Why would you want your father to watch you? You know, turn in stolen goods. Oh, this movie is magical. I'm not entirely certain if this movie is good or bad. And there were some lulls. There were some lulls in it.
0: There
1: were some lulls. Um, Oh, yeah. I guess I should Yeah, you went
0: right to the review. I I, I probably should
1: uh, um, say, okay, what we're going to do is we'll figure out through this little, hopefully mini episode, it'll probably turn into like a big three-hour thing because I'll go off on something and then uh, Lou uh, will not be able to edit it out like she will, me using her name. You know, it, it, it will turn into longer something longer than Dr. Zhivago. But um, as of right now, it's planned on being a mini-episode.
0: It's going to so, be mini. It so
1: is. we're going to try and figure out if this movie has a place in history, is a footnote in history, or should be wiped away. I have not formed my opinion yet. Oh, we okay. We just Great. watched this. Excellent. So I'm... This is me coming to terms with the things that flew in front of my eyes and went into my ears. And I don't know what this is. (laughs) I don't know if there was a script. (laughs) I don't know if there was a plan. Right. Was this initially like a Marilyn Monroe vehicle, but then they updated (laughs) it for Madonna Because if they did, it's kind of a crappy screenplay. (laughs) But the actors are good. But there are scenes that just don't work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Is Madonna good in this?
1: I I don't know yet. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm still trying to figure things out. Okay, basically Madonna does a thing. She ends up basically uh, Raul. Who is this pimp. And I don't know if the fat man was involved in that part of it. But uh, ends up killing her boyfriend, chopping him up, putting it in her trunk. And she is driving around, runs a red light, and gets put in prison. For seven years. Off four years on good behavior. Right. So...
0: And then the movie starts.
1: And then... Griffin Dunn plays a lawyer, and the lawyer is supposed to make sure that uh, Nikki, our main character, uh, gets on her bus back to Philadelphia, because reasons Reasons. that we find out later, she knows things about things.
0: Now, I don't want to spoil a 34-year-old movie for people, so... If you haven't seen Who's That Girl, this is your chance to pause and go and watch that movie and then come back because we're going to spoil everything about this movie. But to be fair, um, I don't think a lot of people watch this movie. I
1: confused this film with Desperately Seeking Susan yes. when you initially uh, yes. recommended it. I'm
0: so glad that you um. are honest about that because I wondered if if that was going to slip your mind. Okay, guys, so I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. And by a kid, I mean like a kid, like a little kid because I was a couple years old when this movie came out. I remember watching it a significant amount, more than just like what's on HBO. So we must have had a cop a copy of it, and I know because my sister is the one that recommended that we do this movie. I did not remember a lot about this movie, but before I watched it, I wrote down a couple things to see if I actually remembered things from this movie. So here they are. I wrote down, I remember they are in a greenhouse or conservatory, and there is a leopard, maybe on a diamond leash, and Eugene Levy is the main character love and trust of Madonna. There is a wedding in the back of a mansion that maybe Madonna crashes, question mark, and there is a maid. And maybe she's the maid? (laughs) And then I said that, um, I asked Corey what he remembered from the movie, and he said nothing. But when I first brought this movie up to him for the podcast, he said he loves Patricia Arquette. And thus, he was thinking of Desperately Seeking Susan. Yes. Which he just said. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and... This movie is not Desperately Seeking Susan. That is another film that I have not seen for a while either. But that um, I least, a little bit better. Yeah. I at least um, remember Desperately Seeking Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen this once, and it was because my cousin Amy rented it when my mom and I were living with my aunt, and I watched it at that time as much as a probably at that moment nine-year-old child would enjoy who's that girl yeah i never felt the need to watch it again
0: right and here we are but yet here we are we've we've reached this point yeah we have and hey i wasn't too far off with some of my memories no 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 there, there was no maid Well, there were maids, but it had nothing to do with the story. There were bridesmaids. Well, and there was actual maids at the wedding, but they had nothing to do with the story at all. Like, I I envisioned a maid participating in the ending, and that, that wasn't a thing. And there was... And a big cat. It wasn't a leopard and there wasn't a diamond leash, but there were diamonds. And that is not Eugene Levy. That is, what's his Griffin name? Griffin Dunn. Griffin From Dunne. After
1: Hours. Okay,
0: no. He is Mr. Bixler from My Girl. And you guys know that. And, he... and also
1: in the movie Practical Magic.
0: Okay, also, no. He's Mr. <laughs> Bixler from My Girl. And girls my age, like if you're a 30-something girl, you know what the... I'm talking about Mr. Bixler is the bomb that's when Veda and Puss like opens up her yearbook and she like is writing hearts around him because he's her teacher and she's listening to that song marry me Bill I got the wedding bell blues what is it? Wedding Bell Blues by
1: I don't, that band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's yeah. that band with a song that yeah, they well, wrote.
0: Yeah, and is it, it's actually a really interesting song, but I don't know if the history is accurate or not. I know it's something that my dad told me, so I feel like it might. it's only a 50-50 on if it's true, so I'm going to keep it on the inside. But I will tell you guys a little bit of history about this movie. Who's that girl? Budget was an estimated $17 million. What do you have to say about that?
1: Okay. Uh, That makes sense. It does, actually. There's
0: a lot of production value in this movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's no Cabin Boy, but... uh, Oh, my God, you
0: guys. He made me watch Cabin Boy. I don't know. I feel like I was under house arrest. Uh, No, that movie's
1: brilliant. Uh, mm, Cabin Boy is great.
0: Cabin Boy had some good lines. I Uh, I had had some solid giggles.
1: I I would say Cabin Boy is just as good as uh, Who's That Girl?
0: Okay, well, you're not wrong. Okay. But I like Madonna so much more than I like Chris Elliott. Also, I think the biggest problem with Cabin Boy for me were the shipmates. I didn't think they were great. Why? I don't know. I didn't like them. I didn't like how they looked. I didn't like how they talked. I didn't like them. I feel like if they were more likable, like if they were all, you know, Murray Brothers, like (laughs) it might have turned out better, but... I just, I don't know. That's That was the thing that I got caught up on. I like Melora, and I like him, but that, everything... You the liked
1: 20, the fancy lad.
0: I liked the fancy lad. I did. I liked... Okay. He had some of the best okay.
1: lines. Okay.
0: Um, but anyways, back to Who's That Girl. Yeah, we Op- need to do the
1: history. Uh, this is not a Cabin <laughs> Boy podcast.
0: No. Opening weekend... Uh, well, that could be. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Opening weekend for Who's That Girl, it made about $2.5 But don't worry, there's plenty more time to make... The other $5 million that it made. It only made $7.5 million. So here's the deal. Who's That Girl was kind of a flop. However, the soundtrack did great. Not a shock. Madonna. Wait, Madonna in the 80s. Right. So like double Madonna. Yes. Well, even like quadruple what it would be now. The soundtrack made it to number two in the UK and number one in, or no, number one in the UK, number two in the United States. So it did pretty well. The 1987 film was originally called Slammer. Okay. But got changed to Who's That Girl based on the song that was written for the movie.
1: (laughs) Um, Neither name really makes a lot of sense with the film. No. But um, at least with Who's That Girl, it is the name of a song that is written for the film. By the lead actress in the film.
0: It's true, and also you do look at Madonna, and I would think if she wasn't famous, and I went to a party, even right now, and I went to a party, and she was there, I would think who is that girl? I do understand that concept. So James Foley, who directed the the comedy, I guess, um, also worked on Madonna on some of her music videos. Oh,
1: that makes sense. Then. Yeah, he okay. he
0: did uh, live to tell. Okay. Papa Don't Preach.
1: That work, That makes sense. And True Blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally that, that, makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Story checks out. Okay, so the song, Who's That Girl, was nominated uh, for a Grammy Award for Best Song from a Motion Picture and a Golden Globe for Best Original Song. But the Grammy went to somewhere out there from the 1986 animated film An American Tale.
1: Oh yeah, that's because it, that's it's that's a, a that's a great song from a great movie, um. And uh, who's that girl? Is a pretty good song, from a movie to be determined of Whoa. its quality.
0: Keeping your secrets.
1: Yeah, keeping. I have so many secrets.
0: And then, um. So then, where did the other award go to? The Golden Globe went to. I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It does. It makes sense. It totally I mean, makes sense. Uh, Who's That Girl is the type of song where... Uh, now, you're the wrong person to talk to because you're I'm like super super hardcore Madonna fan.
0: I'm just a regular hardcore but, Madonna fan. But,
1: you, know, um, you know, you think of Madonna, you think like a prayer. You think yeah. uh, Papa do Preach. You think uh, Holiday.
0: I think of the one where know. the mermaids and the... You know, um, what's that one? The one where there's like dolphins in the, in the ocean and, oh, come on, Cherish. 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 Yeah, okay. And i having you here yeah.
1: on the set. Um, You know, the, the, those songs. Yeah. You don't think who's that girl.
0: It's not high on the list.
1: No, yeah. no. But what was the song? Okay, I got lost in thought. of talking about Madonna songs. Oh, yeah, Cher- no.
0: It was I've Had the Time of My Life I've had from the time Dirty of my life is, Dancing. Is,
1: is a song that you think of and you go, yes, that movie.
0: Do you want to know something? What? Okay, so first of all, I love the movie Dirty Dancing. Well, um, oh, I thought
1: you were going to say that you've never seen Dirty Dancing.
0: Oh, come on, sweet baby. Come on. No, I've okay. seen Dirty Dancing. Uh, but no, the theme of my prom, and it wasn't my prom, I guess, because I was dating a senior, so it was like his prom. But this. this
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was dating a senior. You know, yeah, it's just a big book.
0: Just a freshman going to prom. It's totes cool. Uh, but yeah the theme of that prom was I've had the time of my life and I still have like this little candle in a wine glass that says I've had the time of my life okay from prom
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that sounds good
0: yeah I mean prom was a really long time ago I should just use the candle but you know what are you gonna do
1: yeah you already have a lot of candles I
0: have so many candles yeah
1: yeah too many candles well not too many candles I don't you can have too many candles but you have a very adequate amount of candles
0: it's good I feel really judged on this whole candle thing. No, right now, no, guys. no, there's no judging no, as I feel, far as I, I would never judge. Pretty judged. I feel I would not like, judge. Uh,
1: there's only there's only judgment for the film, not not judgment for the people. That's just that's for the that's, film that's and my that's candles. my that's my motto. Mm-hmm. Don't want to judge the people, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll judge the film.
0: Yeah, I'm totally hiding my candles yeah. the next okay. time
1: Okay. Yeah, Fine. I'll burn them along with the Oprah magazine.
0: Oh my god, you guys heard that. That's a fucking threat. He's threatening me. He's just threatened to burn my Oprah magazines. This is bullshit. Okay, so I love Dirty Dancing. I actually, I thought I really liked Patrick Swayze for a little while, but I realized, now that I've seen him in other stuff, I, um, I only think he's cute in Dirty Dancing. I actually don't think he's cute in any other movie he's ever been in in his entire life.
1: Not even Next of Kin?
0: I don't know what the fuck that is, Corey.
1: Not even Point Break?
0: Haven't seen that.
1: Not even as the child molester in Donnie Darko?
0: Haven't seen that.
1: Because he's pretty hot, Donnie Darko.
0: Diddle in the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone likes a kitty diddler. <laughs>
1: of course.
0: <laughs> and that's even grosser if you think kitty's like, meow.
1: Bringing it back to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, bringing it it back back to to Who's who's That that Girl. girl.
0: (laughs) The movie that we're here to talk about. I wonder
1: wonder if the pimp of the fat man, what they would have to
0: say about that. Well, spit some fish out of your mouth and let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was a good part. It was. It was good because... It implies that he's had them in his mouth for like 10 minutes.
1: Yes. Either that or he kept them with him so that he could put them in his mouth mouth. for when they opened the door.
0: That's sick.
1: And they kept all the seaweed on them.
0: They did. But, you know, I've never been in like a high speed... Um, action chase like that maybe I would like totally forget everything about this
1: is not a high speed action chase this was um, no no this was this this was Griffin Dunn parking a car and the car went over in a parking ramp
0: I think. Uh, I think some of my favorite stuff about this movie is the fact that like she'll be in a so the girl Nikki Nicole will be in a predicament somehow and you wonder how is she going to get out of this and then she just does in a way that doesn't really make sense or really happen. Like, she'll whistle for the cat and the cat will come in the yeah. room, but the cat doesn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. And then she just, like, walks away from the situation. Okay, bye, guys. See you later. <laughs> uh,
1: that was a good impersonation. I enjoyed that. That was fun. <laughs> it's a good time. It's
0: basically Brooklyn Betty Boop. Yes. Which is what they reference in the cartoon at the beginning, which yeah. I love. Yeah. I love cartoons at the beginning of movies. Especially with a catchy song like "Christmas Vacation," I love. That's one of my okay. favorite parts of the movie. Okay, really? Yes. It's been a while
1: since I've seen "Christmas Vacation." Well, we should probably watch "Christmas Vacation" at well, some point. We're in time. A little,
0: okay. Well, we're gonna have yeah. to hold off a little bit. Okay. But yeah, we can. Yeah, we should do that. Not to be presumptuous, but we might have a chance later. Yeah, yeah. Not tonight, but like. Christmas like, in July. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> we'll we'll watch a Christmas Vacation with Lindsay Buckingham.
0: I won't interrupt you this time, I promise. I've interrupted, like, every thought you've had.
1: No, no, I I just randomly spout things. I I don't know if anybody out there uh, realizes this, but I just keep talking until things make sense. And even if they don't make sense, I just sort of continue doing it anyway.
0: I kind of like Madonna in this movie. So do I. I gotta say, like, it was one of those things about halfway through, it was maybe when she put on the white dress. Okay. And I was like, you know, she's actually doing a really good job. She really is. She's doing a good job because she is playing a character that probably isn't too far away from maybe somebody that's deep inside her from when she was a teenager. And so that part is believable. The ridiculousness is also believable because she is kind of ridiculous. And I just felt like acting-wise, she did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. I
1: I think everyone within this film, for what they have, and what they're supposed to do. There's no one that really sticks out um, as uh, someone that is really awful.
0: I wish they had made different casting choices. Like, I, I wish the dad was John Lithgow. I thought that would have been cool.
1: Do you think that they'd be able to get John Lithgow? No. No.
0: Yeah. I don't.
1: You, you, would
0: have you, been great, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe John Ritter.
0: Too, I loved him. He was good. Yeah, yeah, and he 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 does have or did have like a a kind of maniacal yeah. like piece to him. So I think that actually would have been cool because he would have pulled off the like I'm medicine I'm menacing, but you don't know until it's too late.
1: Right. Whereas this guy was just sort of non-existent.
0: Yeah, and, and the, constantly menacing.
1: And the only but the only thing that you had uh, for him being menacing. He was... The actor himself was not menacing. It was just, okay, yeah, we get it. Um, you're somehow tied to this character of Nikki. And obviously she has some shit on you. I don't really care about this part of it. Uh, so could you just get that part over with and I could wash my hands of it? Um, I just kind of want to watch the Griffin Dunn thing and the Madonna thing. Because I think they worked well off of each other. They had fun. They seemed to kind of have a big, a good back and forth until the end that the last and scene did not on the work. bus... It was, was like
0: the end of The Graduate. That scene on the bus didn't fucking work either. But but this scene,
1: it involves a knock-knock joke.
0: And it was bad, guys. And knock-knock jokes are bad, but this one was, like, bad because it was supposed to be good, I think. It's,
1: it's all about, it's a knock-knock all of, Thing I think you can fill in the rest.
0: You know what? I actually, I take that back about The Graduate. If they, had, if they had done the scene from The Graduate at the end of this on the bus, that actually would have been a great ending.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where they're we're... just
0: sitting there, and they're kind of exchanging, like, these looks to the camera of, what the fuck did I just do? And mm-hmm. how will this actually turn out? Because Corey said during the movie, which is 100% accurate, shocking, that Madonna is playing a Manic Pixie Dream Girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it is. And it's weird because there are things that you learn about his fiance. Oh, yeah. That are never brought up. Like, I, they're, they're never embellished upon. Mm-hmm. But there's constantly references specifically by taxi drivers. <laughs>
0: Lots of cab drivers.
1: Oh, oh you've, you've given my wife a ride? No, I've had her in my cab. That's insinuating that she is a taxicab whore.
0: Yeah.
1: She, I don't know if she has sex with them, if she just blows them or what, Mm
0: -hmm. but... Mm -hmm.
1: She's doing something with all taxi drivers.
0: And it's a wide range of human beings. Oh, it's
1: a wide range of ages.
0: And ethnicities. Well, and I mean,
1: that... And bodies. Because and the gentleman at the end... They
0: were all men, though, so that's good. Well,
1: but the gentleman at the end seemed like he was probably in his mid-60s, approaching 70. Oh,
0: at least. Yet
1: yeah. uh, he had her in his cab.
0: And even had a key to her house. Yeah. Yeah, or her front gate, if you know what I mean.
1: So, yeah.
0: So there's yep. that, um, and we never find out why, but that's okay. I don't need to know because the real love story in this movie, the real love story is between, between two cops. Yes. I
1: these two, yeah,
0: continue. shot up out of my seat when this happened. The,
1: the there are two cops that are. Following that are tailing uh, our beloved Nikki, and they don't really do anything. They don't really intervene. Um, there were multiple times where they could have. There were there was an entire hostage situation that took place on a main street, by the way. So many in, illegal things in that a um, in a neighborhood that obviously was not, you know, a crime-ridden neighborhood. This was a wealthy neighborhood. Um, a full-on hostage sh- situation. These guys did nothing. Nothing. Um, and then all of a sudden, in the end, they realize that they love each other. Yeah, they Um too. And it's kind of beautiful. It I was. mean, it. They had the most realistic relationship of anybody they in this movie. Did yeah?
0: Because they came to terms with the fact that. They might not always agree, and they might rub each other the wrong way, but they're going to rub each other the right way later.
1: This is the part where I'm just going to be silent and stare at you, but uh, no one that's listening to this can uh, can, can actually hear my eyes, uh, so I'm actually just a narrating lot of what I'm doing. It's... Uh,
0: he's disappointed in me it's I, i'm
1: disappointed I'm, in life right, right now it's low-hanging fruit yeah, i know yeah, i understand
0: yeah. if only i had an air horn it would have been better or
1: just a cowbell yeah. hey ladies <laughs> getting funky
0: yeah. and then there's this upc not ups upc driver buck that's bizarre it's bizarre. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the beginning of some skinamax softcore porn for a while there in the middle of it.
1: Well, and and that character does not need to be there.
0: It doesn't even make sense.
1: He does nothing.
0: He does nothing. Well, Do- the one time in Cartier, he he is the one well, that takes that package.
1: But but the thing is is that was more of uh just a coincidence than anything. It was. Yeah. It was more Yeah,
0: no, he wasn't doing it. For any plot purpose, no, for, no,
1: yeah. and that plot point was so <sighs> completely minuscule that I didn't even remember it until you brought it up. I
0: know, okay, so the plot, just a
1: reminder uh, uh, we just got done watching this like about 20 second. minutes ago, yeah. Uh, there was a moment in the film where I said, How did she get over the gate? And, and I had to explain it, and we just it's watched like, it. Oh, yeah, I um, I must have looked down. For that one second, or something. <laughs> My soda
0: can was so interesting that I completely missed two minutes of the movie. That is not a good sign, guys. It's not good. Okay. So you know, it's a problem. This movie isn't great, but pieces of it are. And I yeah. also, I'm also kind of pissed that people don't remember this movie because I think it is memorable, and I think it should be, in some way, shape, or form, remembered.
1: It's it's better than uh, Shanghai Surprise. Okay. It's a much better film than Shanghai Surprise. Uh, I I can't say anything about Desperately Seeking Susan because I haven't seen that for a while. Um, I
0: don't think it's going to be better than that, though. Um, I definitely don't.
1: And then, really, those are the only two Madonna Madonna movies. But what movies.
0: about the one where she's on a beach and she's like shipwrecked or something?
1: Oh, oh, it's you mean than the that. Guy Ritchie yeah. uh, trashed her piece? Yes. Uh, uh, uh Swept away. Yes. That is uh, misguided and wrong uh-huh. on every single level, yeah. including the initial concept to remake the original. Swept away,
0: uh-huh. yeah, that one.
1: Um, Madonna is awful in that movie. Yeah,
0: so this it is, better is than
1: that. essentially just taming of the shrew, but um, but with somehow, his wife, somehow more misogynistic. <laughs> um, yeah, the original movie is actually it's not brilliant, but it's. It's okay, Janine Tribblehorns in that movie. Oh, really? Um, and that entire sequence with her, it, well, the sequences with her seems like they were shot uh, while Guy Ritchie or the cinematographer was coked out of their minds. <laughs> uh, it just—it's really sped up and it's really crazy and oh. deranged. Um, I kind of love Swept Away. There might be a possibility that we might have to watch Swept Away. Gosh. I do own that movie. Why
0: did I bring this up? Oh,
1: yeah. No, we need to watch Swept Away. Swept Away is a know... bad movie, but it's okay, an interesting I... bad movie. Well,
0: I just wanted to know if you thought that Who's That Girl should be remembered or not. Like, history-wise, do you think... What are our qualifications I, here? Should I... it be remembered and written about in history books? Should it be a footnote or should it be forgotten? I think the travesty is that it has been forgotten, And thus, I believe it should be a footnote.
1: While I do not 100% or even probably 60% enjoy this film, now that we've kind of talked about it. Yeah, Um, it's got problems. Yeah, I think a footnote would be perfectly fine because it's a footnote to the career that is Madonna, the never-ending career that is Madonna. And... It's you know, it's a movie she was in. She was actually quite good in it. I think so too. Um, yeah. It's sad that, like I said, most people remember Shanghai Surprise that movie she did with Sean Penn over this, and Shanghai Surprise is complete and utter crap. Unless I'm remembering it incorrectly, but I highly doubt it. It's a, a bad movie. Last time I watched it, which was about ten years ago. So, um, what say you, I- Miss uh, Lou? Oh.
0: Uh, but, no, I said it should be a footnote, and okay. I'm going to stick with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so we can thank um, a fan for suggesting that we do that movie, because that was a fun movie. A fan? A fan. Yes, yeah, sis. My sister. My sister's a fan.
1: We've got, uh, we've got a little sister act going on here.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. Sister Act?
1: That's another movie I haven't seen oh for a while. Oh, my gosh. That was good.
0: It was a, a good, good movie. movie. I like the
1: second one more.
0: You know, I um, I remember liking the second one more, but I've been fooled by that before.
1: Yeah, sometimes yeah.
0: the the gravies in the first one.
1: So yeah, this uh, who's that girl? I would recommend seeing it uh, just for because rarely do you get a movie that is um, not Graffiti Bridge that uh, is tailored after a. A singer, I mean, because this is obviously a film that was maybe existed beforehand but was tailored to Madonna, that's so damn weird.
0: It's so weird. It's
1: bizarre on so many levels. And it just there's no way of actually verbalizing the experience of watching it. It one scene goes into the night, and you understand the basic plot line. I mean, the only thing keeping it together is you know that this nerdy gentleman is going to broaden his horizons from this uh, manic pixie dream girl, and he's not going to marry his fiance. She's a whore anyway. But that's the only thing that kind of connects one scene to another. It is. Um, I mean, we didn't even bring up the, the weird gentleman in the record store at the beginning that was giving her like... A, a little tongue thing.
0: I was gonna do it into the microphone, yeah. but I don't think it'll transfer. Little, little, little. little. Yeah, it it's was it's weird. It's
1: very weird, and he's given her eyes. Yeah, like these weird eyes, and
0: yeah, it was. I a I mean, lot.
1: Uh, we didn't talk about the bridesmaids being kidnapped for a good portion of the film. Uh, well, nobody
0: talked about it because nobody cared.
1: No, no. I mean, nobody even attempts to untie them.
0: No, and they could have untied themselves at some point. Yeah. And then the the hot cops that that was that was interesting. Um, oh. Yeah, that was concerning. There's a lot of watch
1: this movie.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of weird loose ends and watch it. Yeah, watch I, it.
1: Enjoy it. Uh, yeah. I hope it's on streaming somewhere. If it's not, I don't think
0: it is. I think why um, we? yeah.
1: We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and you should watch it because it's it's definitely worth seeing. It's no graffiti bridge though
0: perfect I'm gonna talk like a normal human and Corey's <laughs> gonna talk like a normal human I don't know if I can well that's because you have a mouthful of the delicious candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who murdered the pimp and the fat man? No, damn it. I did it wrong. Okay. Okay. Nope. Boom.